Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle. My show will inspire, educate, and entertain you. And today I am delighted to have as my guest Holly Winchester, owner of Dean's Flowers, Goodie Baskets, and Gallery 1919. Welcome, Holly. Thanks so much, Jen. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here. Now, you have a lot going on. I'm kind of a busy girl, aren't I? <laughs> you are a busy girl. But I have to say, one of the things that I absolutely love about you is every time I see you, you have your beautiful smile, you have your positive energy, and it really emanates from you. So I think that it, it draws people to you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And that's why I really want, one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on my show, because yeah. I wanted to talk to people like you. Right. who are Happy to do it. Optimistic and energetic. So tell us a little bit about how you became the owner of these three businesses. Well, I was hired in 2004 to work for Goody Baskets, which used to be on Barrington Street in Halifax. And then the gentleman who owned Dean's Flowers bought Goody Baskets and oh. brought it up to the, the location, which was the original uh, Dean's Flowers building that's been there for 98 years. Oh, my goodness. Since it, 1919. Wow. And that is on Stanley Street. It's on Stanley Street, Street yeah. And I'm guessing, what's the address? 6025 Stanley Street. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. So when Goody Baskets became part of Dean's Flowers, how did that impact you? Well, I was hired to manage both of them, and I like to say that I acted like I owned them. So when it came time to take them over, it was an easy transition. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I remember something that you said to me uh, a couple of months ago, something along the lines of, you were living like you were an entrepreneur, so you felt well-equipped by the time that it came for you to take over. Absolutely. I've been, I was pretty much an entrepreneur out of the womb, I'd say. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> and there are some, a lot of people that are like that. Yeah, yeah. How did you end up becoming the owner? Um, well, the previous owner retired, so okay. I, just, I just took over from him. So That's incredible. In 2009. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, so great. this is... You're going into eight years of owning that on your own. I am, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Now you are, you're, you were featured at the. I'm, I'm trying to saltscapes. Yes. I know you were there, and you had some incredible plants, incredible yes. decor, yeah. and I was amazed at the level of materials and items that you had. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, what kinds of things do you offer for your clients? Well, we have some fantastic giftware, and a lot of it is one of a kind or one of a couple, and, and we have a, a variety of um, suppliers who supply us with the different things. We have lots of platters and plates and bowls and things that we use for the goodie baskets and lots of beautiful vases and things for flowers. So those are the things that relate to the two businesses, but um, it's a huge space. It's 2,500 square feet. Wow. So, you know, it was just inviting me to go shopping and fill <laughs> it with fabulous stuff. So it's, you know, we think of it now more as a lifestyle business. So um, we, although we still focus on flowers, obviously, but um, we design and sell our own uh, gemstone jewelry there. Oh, my goodness. And Did you say uh, you design it? We design and make it there, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's called Holly Winchester Designs. 
And uh, so, you know, it's just whatever we want it to be. That's the nice thing about opening a or owning a business is that it can be whatever you want it to be. And so I just keep coming up with new ideas. And that's how we came up with the idea of the art gallery as well. Right, and that's about a year old now, isn't it? It is just a year, yeah. It was a year a couple of days ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's good fantastic. Timing. It's just fantastic. We love it. We've had 12 or 13 shows. and. They've that is great. really incredible. Yeah. Now, can you elaborate on how do you get people in and how do you choose? Do you have a jury selection? We do, yeah. It's funny, you know, because when I first put out a call, there's something called the Maritime Art List that artists refer to, and I put out a call for submissions. And I was nervous because it wasn't even a, an art gallery yet. It was still under construction, and, um, you know, I thought, well, you know, who's going to take a chance on me? It didn't even have a name at that point. It was right. just, you know at that address and in the first 24 hours we had 35 submissions oh my goodness which tells me that there's a huge need for Absolutely. gallery space in the area because you know they were a really really good quality art you know some really notable people in Nova Scotia and, and New Brunswick as well and um, so that made me feel like we were doing something right, right you know yeah yeah it feels really good that's awesome. So yeah. what kind of feedback have you gotten from, first off, the artist, and then secondly, from the uh, the audience, I guess, who come in to visit? Well, everybody's thrilled. All of the artists have brought their entourages with them, and it's, all, it's just been a wonderful experience. We have a, an opening for each show. So the, fo the shows are five weeks, or five, yeah, five weeks long. And um, so we have an opening night on the first Wednesday of the show. And we've had as many as 125 people come to a gallery opening. Oh my goodness, that's yeah, it's a, You know, it's a nice wine and cheese reception and snacks and sweets and stuff. And uh, it's it's wonderful. It's been great. So we do, we're getting a lot of really positive feedback from everybody. There a lot of, because we're in the North End in Halifax, which is a fantastic community, um, they are very appreciative and, and say so often. And, and then the other people that see it are the ones who come in to buy flowers and they don't know we have an art gallery and right. they're delighted. Sometimes they have to wait for 10 or 15 minutes for their uh, bouquet to be done and they wander the gallery. And, and so it's been great. It's brought more people into the shop, which is wonderful, and people who are coming to shop are going into the gallery. So it's really a great a great um, kind of partnership with the three businesses. A win-win, really. Win-win-win. Yeah, I mean, exactly. What was your favorite moment with somebody coming in and, and realizing that? Oh my goodness, this is this is so much more than what I thought. Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because there was a guy, maybe three weeks ago, who uh, came in and he said uh, he said exactly that. He said, "Whoa, <laughs> this is way more than a flower shop." He said, "I just looked for you in the yellow pages. I was just looking for flowers, but this is incredible." And he's been back a couple of times buying gifts. So, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah, he could be our poster child. It's hilarious. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you could do some kind, of, some kind of an ad with him. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Even, even a Facebook Live thing with yes, him would well, be you know, helpful, I, I, too. Next time I see him, I'll do that for sure. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. I mean, it's, yeah. it's funny because thinking about, you know, all these things that are mainstream now that mm -hmm. are or are becoming mainstream, we mm -hmm. sometimes forget about. I mean, mm -hmm. you and I are of that era where you do the traditional things. Yeah, So, you know, right. getting, our, getting comfortable with doing more social media or thinking outside of the box and mm -hmm. you know that loyal now he's obviously become a loyal oh, customer has, and yes, I mean imagine has. the the word of mouth that yeah. he's generating yeah. for you yeah that's yeah. absolutely that's right. incredible yeah. so it sounds to me like you have a lot of fun it is so fun 
It is so fun. You know, yeah. it's so nice to hear that because how often do you speak with people and they just dread getting up in the mornings? Oh, I can't imagine. I mean, it's I've been there myself, yeah. which is part of why I ended up being where I am now and mm -hmm. having my own life coaching and yeah. training business. Sure. And there's nothing worse than getting up with that knot in your stomach mm -hmm. and that just sense of dread. Yeah. Do you, have you ever had that where you're working where before you even took over, did you ever have that? Or is it you know, I probably did somewhere along the line, but I'm pretty much, I've always been a, a wake up in the morning thinking it's going to be another great day. Awesome. Person, so. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. On that note, what are some tips that you can give to people? Because I believe that it really is a choice. For oh, yes. Once we, you know, figure some things out, but we, ultimately it's, yeah, it's a choice. It is, yeah, for sure. Um, well, um, when I think about uh, our, our own situation with our staff, we are very conscientious about making sure that everybody feels appreciated and everybody is being recognized for their accomplishments and that it's a, a nice, fun, supportive environment. And um, we know that if there is just one person mm -hmm. who is not happy, then it just destroys the energy. It drags everybody down. Oh my gosh, and absolutely. In the flower business, um, there are long hours, you know, um, especially for like Valentine's and Mother's Day and Christmas, but also weddings. Every few weeks we'll have two or three weddings in a weekend and um, it can just sap the energy out of people. Right. So they get to the point, you know, where they're either not producing great work or they're you know, exhausted, cranky. <laughs> cranky. So it's a really important thing to maintain that sort of happy environment and supportive environment. And that, I believe, is that the success of business comes mm -hmm. from where we treat people and how we make them feel when they're there and Absolutely. and the things that you're doing. Yeah. I mean, and, and is, that, is that a difficult thing for you or is that something that is kind of ingrained and that's part of who you are because you it so is yeah yeah it is so, you know it's it's the, the way I parent as well I guess so you know it just um yeah no it's just really important that people feel good about what they do and it reflects on everybody so absolutely yeah. what about if there is that conflict and and how do you deal with the, with that conflict and have you ever had an occasion where you had to relieve someone because they were you know, that toxic person, the bad apple in the batch spoiling things. Yeah, I have a couple of times. And um, sometimes there are situations where the person also doesn't feel like it's working for whatever right. reason. So, you know, it, if that seems the, the case, then we kind of work out, you know, that, that perhaps the person should move on to feel uh, more appreciated themselves and that kind of thing. But um, there was one in particular that was uh, that was really difficult, but the important thing to do is to uh, remain professional, to not, to not make it be a personal thing, mm -hmm. to not make it be about, you know, personal attitudes and just really um, be conscientious in the way that you go about it. So with this person, I sat down um, and gave a review, and in the review, it was all the positive things at, at right. the beginning and then some things to work on. And then we met a month later and sat down and looked at those things and um, talked again about how important it was to, to you know, make these changes in order for things to, to be, uh, to work out for everybody. And then um, finally I just realized it was time. And, and it's not fair to keep somebody if they're not, if you don't see a future with them, it's so right. much kinder to just, you know, cut the reins because I can't imagine that that person was very happy either. And mm -hmm. there was, I'm sure, a better place, you know, than, than our shop. So, well, that makes sense. Yeah. 
I want to commend you for being so open and honest with your employees and mm -hmm. making sure that that's a priority. Mm -hmm. I think we, we often hear that people don't leave the job, they leave the manager. Right. And right. that I've experienced that on yeah. numerous occasions, and I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, you're very much like me in the, in the sense that that can make all the difference mm -hmm. in the world. Absolutely. And I would much prefer to be someplace where I'm going to be happy and appreciated. Mm -hmm. So, you know, take those extra few seconds yeah. when you think about, really, it doesn't take that much time no. to do it, but it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So those little tiny things that mm -hmm. we can do on a daily basis can really contribute to the long-term success. Absolutely. We're going to have a quick break, and when we return, we'll continue our conversation with Holly Winchester. This is Jen, and you're listening to Find Your Sparkle with Jen on 97.5 FM. Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, and welcome back, Holly. Thank you. Now, while we were on break, we were talking a little bit about an event that you and I had both gone attended in June, I believe mm -hmm. that was. Yeah. It was called The Power of the Purse. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm hoping to have Cynthia on here her next trip to down east here and we were talking about some of the speakers and how great they were but what was the most impactful for you for that whole event if you were to reflect back on that day what stood out most for you I think Jen Grant actually um, they all cried so I felt right at home because <laughs> they were all very passionate but um, Jen Grant who is a comedian um, was talking about her experience with um, sexual harassment when mm -hmm. she was on stage one time. And, uh, you know, I thought that was so brave. You know, it's to very stand up brave. there in front of 400 women and, and talk about something that was so painful. And she, she was kind of apologizing because she's funny. She didn't mean to be up there crying, but it actually brought tears to her eyes. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's really it's such a huge, impactful thing, isn't it? Oh, my goodness, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, so many people are silent. Yes. With when it involves sexual harassment Absolutely. or sexual yeah. assaults or sexual misconduct. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe that's why we still have so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a, yeah. you know, not that we want to go there, but it no. was extremely brave for yeah. her yeah. to get up it there. Was. I agree. Yeah. What else stood out for you? There were a lot of speakers that there day. There were a lot of speakers. Um, Lynn, who uh, was on um, MasterChef Canada, I did, did watch that season, so oh. I knew who she was. And she's somebody else who really just, you know, brought herself up from nothing. And, and ha although she didn't win MasterChef Canada, she's actually studying at Cordon Bleu with a full sp uh, scholarship. So It's incredible. It's and really then she's incredible. going to be their female yeah. spokesperson, exactly. too, which yeah. is really incredible. Yeah. yeah, I really, I love the idea of people sharing their stories mm -hmm. because we don't know you know, what we say at any given time and how that can impact people. Mm -hmm. It could be just a simple thing that comes out of our mouths and that could be a turning point for someone. Absolutely. And you talk about Lynn's story and, you know, she struggled a lot financially growing up as a child, you know, right through her adolescence and then, you know, into the marriage and mm -hmm. abuse. And I mean, my goodness, it was just, it was terrible. And then to see how she persevered mm -hmm. through that is really, really incredible. Yeah. And now, while she thought that, you know, not winning MasterChef was the biggest disappointment ever, it turned out to be something really positive for her. Okay. And if she had won, she wouldn't have been able to go to no. the Cordon Bleu school and be that spokesperson. Yeah. So sometimes there are lots of lessons to 
be learned. When, when you think back about lessons learned in your life, mm-hmm. were there certain turning points that really stick out to you that might have, or milestones that might have changed the direction for you? Um, there was, actually, and, and, you know, it's sad. My mother died when I was a teenager. Um, I was in my last year of high school. And uh, I went to Whitty University, I went to Mount A, and uh, I took Sleep 101, you know, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a course that the university offered, but I I slept through all theirs. And um, what's, and and, you know, understandably, because I had lost my mom, and that was the way that that grief manifested for me. Um, But at the end of that year, when I failed, I had this revelation that this epiphany really that if you fail you're still going to be okay the world doesn't explode you know you just get up and you try something else so you know that's really I I mean I think I have always you know just had a a really enthusiastic spirit about life and um, but but I knew from that point I was never afraid of trying anything again and I didn't worry about whether I was the best or not because I knew that that it had to be right for me, so that that was really my turning point. That's a great lesson for yeah, everyone. Absolutely. I mean, how many times do we, you know, we're in competition with other people sometimes, mm-hmm. when really it's all it should just really be about us. Absolutely. I'm yeah. not I'm not one for fearing competition, Mm-mm. and I love your that analogy, and and I you may have heard this uh, acronym for fail first attempt in learning. And I love that because it has such a negative connotation to mm-hmm. it. But failing really is how you grow. It's really how you learn, Absolutely. how you adapt, how you change, how you can thrive. I mean, we can learn a lot about what we've, you know, failed at and really the direction that we can take after that. And you know what? You're right. It doesn't kill you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't really hurt that bad. Sometimes yeah. it does, of course. But, you know, if you don't try, then where are you going to be? Yeah, exactly. So that's a really good... And how did you feel that that impacted you moving forward? What was your life lesson out of that? Um, just not to be afraid, you know, just to believe in myself, to really believe that, that you know, I was on the right path. Or You know, I've, I've, I've chosen to do things along the way that maybe weren't the best idea. I haven't always succeeded at everything that I've tried, but I just go on to the next thing. You know, it's what you have to do. Oh, that's, I think that that's an incredible spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a true entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It, it ex- I don't want to say experience, but that's, you know, that's kind of who you are, that spirit, that entrepreneurial yeah. spirit where you just, you just keep going. And yeah. if it doesn't work, then you move on to the next thing yeah, exactly. and you try it. Exactly. I remember in junior high, our motto was not to try is to fail. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. and yeah. you know, that's, that was one of those things that I heard and it really, it really stuck with me all through. I mean, that's junior high. It wasn't yesterday, <laughs> but, but it really, in, in many times in my lifetime, I thought about that yeah. and it's something that I have really valued growing up and, and, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and not being afraid mm-hmm. because it's, it's tough. And, you know, society has all these, like I said, negative connotations around failing when really that's how you learn and how you grow. Imagine we wouldn't have a light bulb if, if True Edison enough. had given up Sorry. after a few tries, right? <laughs> that just, I think that's amazing. Um, if you were to think about a f- advice to give to someone who's looking to start their own business, what kind of advice would you give them? Don't give up. That's probably the biggest thing, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Anything I think, else? I think it really is easy to look at everything that's in front of you and think that it's too much, but you just have to take them one step at a time. You know, you have to. Um, we've had some setbacks with the business. There, there early on in particular, there were a few times that um, it really did look like it was going to be such a high mountain to climb, but one piece at a time. You know, we got it all worked out, and 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 I'm so happy. To still be there, you know, it's a ninety-eight-year-old business that I own. So oh my goodness, that's so incredible. It's, you know, that's a huge responsibility, right? You know? So yeah, and you still love going in there every oh, day. Oh, I do, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. What do you love most about it? Uh, it depends on the day. I mean, <laughs> I I do. Uh, you know, I design our websites, and I I have a blog. I'm really enjoying uh, writing my blog, which is a new with the. Gallery 1919 website. Okay. There's a, a new blog. So um, I enjoy that, but I love ranging flowers. I, you know, I really love it all. I'm, I'm lucky because I can kind of choose what I'm going to do for the day. and, and uh, it's Lots always, of variety. It's always creative, you know, no matter what aspect of the business, it's always creative. That's incredible. How about employees? Now, we talked a little bit about employees earlier. Yeah. Um, what are the most challenging things when dealing with your employees? Well, you know, in the last couple of years, I've realized that um, I hire people who don't necessarily have a whole lot of experience arranging flowers or um, looking after plants or doing gourmet baskets. I mean, obviously, that's something that we do a certain way, so we have to train everybody to do that. But um, I've got some designers right now who are just so talented and really, you know, their work is really organic and they haven't been influenced by, um, you know, the the old style of arranging flowers that right. was, you know, so much part of the wire services. Yes. And um, we're we're sending out our best stuff. Like it's just so beautiful, and 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 they're so excited because it's new for them, you know, and they're trying new things, and you know. And it sounds like they've got a little bit of flexibility with some things, they so they do. can put their creativity, Absolutely. their spin on things yes, as exactly well. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, what inspires you? My children inspire me. Um, they're, they're both in their... Well, my son, John Liam, is 20, and my daughter, Kira, is 23. They're both in university. They're just fantastic people, and I'm so proud of them, and I really want to set a great example for them. Well, you're definitely doing that. Uh, so they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would they say if they were here? Uh, they would say that I work really hard. They would say that I'm hilarious. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, you know, they'd say I'm a great mom. We, you know, we have a great family, lots of fun. That's great. Yeah. What other advice do you have for people that are, I guess, in an entrepreneurial situation and dealing with some perhaps some conflict between staff members that are, you know, that makes it that they're not sure how to deal with that tension. It seems to me that you've had lots of experience and that you've got a good core group and mm -hmm. that you make sure that everyone is valued and yes. everyone knows that they're yes. appreciated. Yeah. When we deal with the difficult situations, what kind of tips can you give to help the people? Um, not to take it personally, to remember that when you're at your job, it's a role that you're playing. So um, I'm not necessarily Holly Winchester, wife and mother of two when I'm there. So if there's a difficult situation with an employer, with a, with a, a customer or whatever, I just take a deep breath and I, and I do what my role requires me to do so that it doesn't 
hurt me, you know, that, that it's that it's, I'm as professional as I can be, and and you know, just I know intellectually what the right thing to do is, and I just follow that. Awesome. So follow your gut. A lot of times is yeah. is really has can play a role. Yeah. I know any time that I haven't followed my gut, I've gotten into trouble. <laughs> so, so I really encourage people to Absolutely. follow their gut. Um, if people want to visit your store, can you just do a little plug for your store and, and again, just your websites and that. So we want to get you some people coming in and saying, hey, I heard you on Find Your Sparkle with Jen and <laughs> I was really curious. That's great. Uh, so um, the Dean's Flowers building is at 6025 Stanley Street and that's where it's been for 98 years. And Goody Baskets is also in there. We have a, a section that is gourmet foods and, and uh, ready-made baskets. And obviously the flower, uh, the design room is right there for everybody to see. So you can see the designers as they're, they're making their bouquets and based arrangements. We have a huge walk-in fridge. So if you're menopausal, drop by. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place to hang out if you're having a I will a remember flash. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, we have a, it's a 2,500 square foot shops so we have tons and tons of stuff we have some really cool uh plants we've got air plants and succulents and lots of tropical plants and and beautiful awesome i want to thank you so much for being here today holly Thanks. it has been a great pleasure and we will talk to you soon and for the rest of you we will see you next week and you're listening to find your sparkle with jen on 97.5 fm